It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Whether you're in North or South Carolina or anywhere else in the world, enter the Cat Cave with Michael Davis and Ryan Frick to listen to your favorite Carolina Panthers podcast, a part of the Keep Pounding Podcast Network and Fans First Sports Network, the same network that brings you Believe in Panthers, Embrace Debate, all these good Panther podcasts. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michael Davis, and here's my other co-host, Mr. Ryan Frick. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. Listen, we are we are deep into training camp in the NFL. We've got preseason football this weekend. Uh, the college teams reported back last weekend for for their fall training camp. Uh, I, if you want to call it that, headed towards the regular season at the end of the month. Um, it's like it's like Black Friday almost. Like it's it's right there, right before Christmas, and you're just like, oh, well, you just get here already. And then before you know, it's over with. So I'm I'm thrilled that football season is almost here. Fantasy drafts are around the corner. I just, I can hardly contain myself. Dude, it's an exciting time. August is one of my favorite months because, you know, three weeks as of yesterday, it's going to be my birthday. I'm really excited for that. But we got some preseason football. And we'll talk a lot about the Panthers' first preseason matchup this weekend against the New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers even plays, but we'll get to see Bryce Young play this weekend for the first time in Carolina Panthers uniform. But one big news signing that I've been waiting to talk about 
you know, on this show and several others, we've talked about how the Carolina Panthers need a pass rusher opposite side of Brian Burns, who's wearing the number zero this year. And then they go out and they sign Mr. Justin Houston, played for the Baltimore Ravens last season. And now he's going to be a Carolina Panther. Ryan, I don't know about you. I absolutely love this signing of Justin Houston, pairing him, pairing a veteran who can still go opposite side of Brian Burns. What was your initial reaction to this signing that the Carolina Panthers made? Well, my, my initial reaction wasn't great. It was, why are we getting a 34-year-old Justin Houston? Then I looked at his stats, and last year, I believe he had nine and a half sacks. Um, yep. spent, he spent most of his career with Kansas City. Um, listen, once I started doing a little digging, um, it got me more excited. He's his career, uh, for his career, he's got 111 and a half sacks that puts him 27 on the all time list in the NFL in sacks. And again, last year, nine and a half sacks. Uh, he spent again, he spent most of his career in Kansas City, he spent some time with Indianapolis, with, with Baltimore. So, um, listen. It's a big deal. It's to me the bigger deal is the fact that he hadn't been signed until this late. Uh, we talked offline, Michael, about the sheer number of very, very talented football players that remain unsigned. We're talking Kareem Hunt, who met with the New Orleans Saints this week, is also meeting with the Indianapolis Colts. We're talking guys like Dalvin Cook that remain unsigned, um, Jadavian Clowney, uh, plenty of guys. The list goes on. Ezekiel I'm not going to go. Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott's still out there. Um, I wouldn't put him up there with the other guys, but but we'll we'll save that for another day. But Justin Houston is a huge signing for the Carolina Panthers, especially considering that the Panthers can't come to an agreement with an with an extended contract for Brian Burns. Brian Burns wants to be paid like one of the highest uh, paid edge rushers edge rushers in the NFL. He deserves it. He's made it clear that he wants to be a Carolina Panther. So my concern is I don't think that I don't think Justin Houston has one more year left in him. I think he has at least two to three years left. Do we get the Justin Houston that's getting over 10 sacks a season? Maybe when you've got, when you have an offensive line or, or, or offense that is worried about pass rushers, like Brian Burns and Justin Houston coming from the, from the same defensive uh, you know, side of the ball. You're going to put pressure on some quarterbacks, and the signing from the signing of Justin Houston just tells me that the Panthers aren't waiting around. That, like we've talked about on this show, the Panthers are ready to make a push for the playoffs. They are ready to make a push for this division. And just because they went out and got a rookie quarterback that will be starting Week One uh, with the number one pick in the draft, it does not mean they are they are they feel as if they are rebuilding. They are loading up. They are ready to make a run. And Justin Houston signing with the Carolina Panthers is just another sign of that. It's a great signing. The Panthers have been smart about how they spent money over the last few seasons. Um, and it's 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 paying off dividends here, being able to sign Justin Houston to a one-year deal. Great signing. Excited. As long as he can stay upright and healthy. He only played 14 games last year. Um, but if you can keep him healthy and get 14 games and nine and a half sacks, um, then, then by all means, um, hopefully he can he can continue to climb that all-time sack leader list with the Carolina Panthers going forward. And you mentioned 14 games, nine and a half sacks. 
at age 33. Like that is remarkable. He didn't do too good uh, the year before with just four and a half sacks, but I did want to mention, and I know you love your South Carolina guys. You're a big Gamecock fan. So I wanted to make the reference, even though you kind of did to Jadavian Clowney. I was like, okay, well, when I heard about the sign, Jadavion Clowney is like five years younger than Justin Houston. He's on the free agent market. And like you, I went and compared stats. Justin Houston's got a lot better stats than Jadavion Clowney. I was shocked to realize that Jadavion Clowney has not had a double-digit sack season in the NFL and has only played one full season. Justin Houston seems to be a lot more reliable in regards to playing games, getting after the quarterback. And I think that's going to be a big contribution to the Panthers team. Listen, if we're going to, we're not, there's not really a comparison between Justin Houston and and Clowney. What and Clowney does on a football field doesn't show up in stat lines. and Clowney is an incredible defensive end against the run game. He is uh, a huge get after the passer guy, maybe not getting sacks, but he is putting pressure on quarterbacks. The problem is ever since his junior year in college, he's not, he hasn't been right. Um, I will, I will say, screen this to the mountaintops. People think that he quit through his junior year to make sure he didn't get hurt. He got hurt in the first game of his junior year. He had micro fracture surgery while he was in the NFL. That's not a just, that's not a torn meniscus that takes a few weeks to get over. Like that's, that's a serious injury. Um, he has dealt with lingering injuries throughout his career. Um, early in his career, when he was lined up on the other side of the ball as JJ Watt, Houston had one of the most uh, scary defenses to play against. he had Whitney Merciless at linebacker. I believe it was, uh, of course, I can't remember who the, who the interior defensive lineman was in that three, four. Um, but, but again, what Clowney doesn't have on the stat sheet does not really define who he is as a football player. Now, he didn't have a, a tremendous departure from Cleveland. Maybe that's part of why he's, you know, he hasn't been signed. He, he said in week 17 that, you know, I don't see myself coming back to Cleveland next year. And Cleveland sent him home. Said, you don't want to be here. We don't want you here. You can go. Your contract runs out. You know, see ya. Um, and so, unfortunately for Jadavian Clowney, he's been sort of a journeyman ever since uh, Houston didn't want to sign him to a uh, a long-term deal. Um, but, I, again, comparing him to Justin Houston doesn't do either one of them service. Justin Houston is one of the greatest sack artists, one of the greatest pass rushers in NFL history. I don't think you can say that about Jadavian Clowney. But um, if Jadavian Clowney ever stayed healthy, uh, he could be just a, a just an absolute – run run game wrecker and a real contributor on defense. I still don't see because nobody's going to pay him the money that they just pay Justin Houston or any of these other free agent defensive ends. I don't see why Clowney doesn't go sign somewhere for a one-year deal in like a prove it year, say with the Carolina Panthers. I mean, he's from, he's from the area. Uh, go take a, 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 I wouldn't call it a veteran minimum, uh, you know, salary, but, Go take a real, a, a smaller salary with more money tied into incentives and go prove yourself in somewhere like Carolina. Well, he had those prove it years one with Seattle, one with Tennessee, a couple with Cleveland. And the first year in Cleveland wasn't bad, 
with nine sacks in 14 games, you know, very similar to what Houston put up last year. But then last, I wouldn't last see, year I would, nine was a down year. I wouldn't call them prove-it years since he was getting paid well. He got paid well when he signed the extension in Seattle. He got a decent contract in Tennessee. I don't think he ever fit that defense in Tennessee. And for that matter, I don't know if he ever fit the defense in in Cleveland. I mean, you think having a clowny on the other side of Miles Garrett, that sounds terrifying. But maybe the scheme just didn't open it up. I, I don't know. Cleveland is notorious for just like Tennessee is the place where wide receivers go to die. Cleveland is notorious for underperforming talented guys. Amari Cooper um, had some really great years in Dallas. You paired him with Deshaun Watson last year, you know, Uh, for like five games last year. Was he, was he a pro bowler last year? What did he do with Jacoby Brissett? Okay. Pro bowls don't matter. First of all, sure they do. No, they do not. Not even not matter. Pro bowls do not matter. The pro bowl game. The pro bowl game doesn't matter. So, okay. So was he all pro last year? If if you're going to argue that fan voting doesn't matter. Well, fan voting um, doesn't matter. I hate when people like. Okay, so was, oh, he, he, was he all so pro last pro year? Bowls. The the Pro Bowl the Pro Bowls used to listen. Pro Bowls are still something that people can hang their hat on, especially when it comes to future Hall of Fame inductions, uh, contract negotiation, whatever the case is. They're not just going to vote like a fan favorite. Like they weren't. I don't, I don't think they voted Demar Hamlin to the Pro Bowl last year because it was a feel good story. Um. So, but but was okay. Was Amari Cooper all pro? I don't think Amari Cooper's been first team all pro his entire career. Doesn't mean he's yeah. not good. Yeah, but that that, that kind of goes to my point. Goes to, it, it goes to further my point that like Clowney, a lot of players can be really talented. And when they go to Cleveland, they don't look that way. So, like I said, I would love to listen. I am pro signing Clowney to Carolina if for nothing more than to add depth. Uh, if he can't stay healthy because he's on the field too much, then give him some time to rest in between snaps in between, you know, games, whatever the case is. But I don't see how you'd be hurting yourself by signing someone like Clowney, especially if you're going to sign him with backup money to be a backup. Like I just, I mean, can you imagine linebackers rushing the passer like Clowney, Justin Houston, Brian Burke? I just, that would be a disgusting defense to worry about. At least they now have depth with Justin Houston signed to where they could do whatever they desired. Uh, on that defensive side, it's going to be very interesting to see how Houston pairs with Brian Burns in this Panther defense. Real but- quick before we move on, I do want to mention, I mentioned this last week uh, when we when we talked about the defense. Like, was Carolina worried about what they had on defense? And to me, going out and signing a guy like Justin Houston shows that they needed an upgrade at the pass rushing, you know, from the pass rushing side of the ball. And And, and so that's what they did. That's what they did. You know, shout out for you. Uh, not being right, but just raising awareness I'm about always, an issue. I'm always you, right. Just you ask are my ex-wife. Always right. You just ask right. my just ask my ex-wife. I'm always right. <laughs> I won't dig too deep into that one on the cat Please game. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this this is amazing, interesting time. You know, Justin Houston's probably gonna be on the roster week one. Okay, I would be shocked if he wasn't. There's a lot of guys who may not be. Um, I'm looking at a few guys. I think of Demir Bird we've talked a lot about. Uh, He has a hamstring injury right now. Uh, The Panthers kicker, Pinero, 
I'm going to butcher that name. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Pin- Eddie Pinheiro. Yeah, that's it. Eddie Pinheiro. Uh, Panthers go out and sign Matthew Wright as a kicker. Um, Xavier Woods is receiving criticism for the way he's played the safety position. And he's like, yeah, I hear all the noise. I know what I need to get better at. And meanwhile, Robinson and Rowe are backup safeties and just waiting to get that spot. So there's a lot of position battles going on right now. There's a lot of people at this time of year, as much as fans love it, they're fighting for their jobs. They're fighting for their livelihoods. They're trying to make sure they are not on an XFL roster this upcoming year. Uh, for In your eyes, who has the most or something to prove this preseason for the Carolina Panthers? That's a really good question. Well, it sounds like Xavier Rhodes does, right? If, if he's getting criticized. I always mix Xavier up Woods, Xavier, the new yeah, day. Xavier Woods. Yeah, I always, I, yeah, I always think about, like, I wonder if he's, he's going to talk about there being a new day. Um, but you listen, if I'm a wide receiver in that, in that locker room, I have something to prove. Uh, you've now had four years with subpar, terrible quarterback play. You've gone through what? Five, six quarterbacks in the last four years. Teddy Bridgewater, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, um, Cam Newton, uh, for that matter. Um, so if I'm a wide receiver in that locker room, I've got something to prove. Whether it's Demir Bird overcoming a hamstring injury, which unfortunately for me is a gamecock, Demir Bird. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. has been hampered with soft tissue injuries like this his entire career. For someone who is supposed to be a fast wide receiver like Demir Bird, when you have a hamstring injury, that's going to affect your speed. Especially like right now to have that hamstring injury. Well, I just think look, back to like Miles Austin back well, look in the out, Tony look, Romo days. Like, look out look out west. Cooper Cup's dealing with a hamstring injury, coming off of his own injury from last season. Like Cooper Cup's hamstring injury makes me absolutely terrified about drafting him in fantasy football. Now, if Demir Bird was anywhere on the talent level as Cooper Cup, I'd be just as concerned. But DJ Chark is out here with something to prove. LaVisha Chenault, two guys that I've said for since we started this show, they could easily be wide receiver one and two or wide receiver one A, one B, whatever the case is, with Adam Thielen in the slot. Um, there's also reports coming out of camp that Hayden Hurst is emerging as the number one target for Bryce Young, which I've been saying since the beginning that Hayden Hurst is the guy that everybody needs to watch out for. Hayden Hurst, I said it over on my other podcast, Tap House and Touchdowns. That if if that was a bet, man, I'm saying Hayden Hurst gets a thousand yards receiving this season. I really? truly, truly believe that Hayden Hurst is a thousand yard receiver this year. If you're looking, especially when it comes to a fantasy football perspective, when you're looking at players to emerge from that position, because right now it's Travis Kelsey and everybody else. 
you look at guys like Mark Andrews, who was banged up last year, George Kittle, who can't stay on the field. Uh, you used to be able to talk about guys like Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham's not, I mean, he's he's pushing 40, playing with Derek Carr, um, who who again is trying to add some some more pieces to that offense. Um, when you when you look at guys, uh, TJ Hawkinson now in Minnesota, um, your your guy Dalton Schultz, who's now in Houston, those guys are are not my guy, but okay. I'm listen. He played for Dallas, so you know he's he's he was like he doesn't anymore. He plays for Houston. So. Nevertheless, I was but, I'm a huge that, Dalton Schultz fan. So so when you look at all these guys that you're waiting to emerge as as, a, as another tight end threat, especially in fantasy football, Hayden Hurst will be that guy this year. If you're I saying get him a late, thousand yards him. though, yes, hundred percent. You do you do realize the only tight end to get a thousand yards last year was Travis Kelsey, having well Patrick aware. Mahomes throw him the ball. Without well Tyreek Hill on the roster. I'm well aware. Travis Kelsey is like their number one receiver. I'm well aware. I said what think, I said. Hey, you think Hayden Hurst gets a thousand yards this year? Absolutely. I think he gets, I think, if not a thousand yards, I think he has upwards of 80 to 100 catches. Hayden, Hayden Hurst will be the number one. Listen, they're already talking about in camp. Hayden Hurst will be the number one target. Behind him, you've got Adam Thielen, and then you've got either LaVisca Chenault, DJ Chark, uh, Terrace Marshall. Jonathan Mingo. Jonathan Mingo. I think I think Mingo can emerge as, as a deep threat guy, uh, a la the guy that plays for the Jets. Um, with, I can't say his name. He was rookie of the year last season. Garrett Wilson. Um, Garrett Wilson. So, like I said, if in the, in the Carolina Panthers organization, the people that have the most to prove are the wide receivers. Because now, especially with all of the praise coming out of camp for, for Bryce Young, despite his bad days, uh, despite his his youth, uh, Adam Thielen went on the Pat McAfee show earlier this week or late last week and talked about how he just he loves the game, that he being Bryce Young, loves the game, understands protections, is well beyond his age in, in football terminology and in football knowledge. So all this, all of this... Uh, praise for Bryce Young means that it's a make it or break it year for every single one of the wide receivers in this locker room. Minus maybe Adam Thielen because he's the only newbie coming in and Hayden Hurst uh, because he's, again, another guy, another new guy coming in. Everybody else, every I wouldn't say everybody else is on the block, but everybody else should have a chip on their shoulder to prove that they're talented wide receivers. There's a reason why Carolina took them. There's a reason why Carolina brought them in. And now they've got to go out and prove it, prove it to the world. Why with a, with a new quarterback that should be able to get in the ball better than any of the options over the last four years. Well, okay. There, there's a lot to break down there. I think John Domingo is not on the chopping block, but he has something to prove in terms of playing time. And I think the Panthers are going to distribute the ball. Like, yes, Hayden Hurst can be a security blanket. Adam Thielen can be a security blanket because of his way to get open, how long he's been in the league. But I don't know if there's – I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't think there's a 1,000-yard receiver on this roster. Yeah, I don't think there's a 1,000-yard receiver on this roster this year. Not, not because of their talent. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying. You think it's going to be it's going to be spread out too thin for him? It's it's going to be spread out. So like somebody's going to get 800, somebody's going to get 700, somebody's going to get 600, 
And that's how Bryce Young is going to implement this offense. That's just well, a gut feeling of mine. You've been wrong before. You said the Falcons are the team that the Panthers should be worried about in the division. Uh, there's There's been plenty of things that you've been wrong about before. Dude, in November, in November, I'm coming for you. I hope you do. I, 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 in November, I am coming for you. I hope you do. And there's especially, a win this division. But Atlanta's finishing second. When Hayden Hurst is sitting at 600 receiving yards halfway through the season, I want you to come back to me too. Okay. And then like, he'll oh, get man. hurt for like three games and, you know, probably. Why are you trying to wish that on him, man? Why are you trying to wish that on him? Yeah, you just did. I'm not wishing. I'm just, just trying to speak it. In, you just tried to speak it into, oh, he's going to get hurt. You just tried to speak it into existence. No, I did not. You did. That is, that shame. Is not shame on you, Michael Davis. That's shame on you. That but, was uh, out of pocket, Michael Davis. I, it was out of pocket. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for the cheap plug. Friday afternoon, 4 o'clock, Tobacco Road Sports Radio, WWBG, 1470 AM. It's part of your TGI Friday lineup. But um, shifting away from the receivers for just a minute, um, Ryan opened the door for me. Um, Xavier Woods is very interesting to me, especially Jamie Robinson from Florida State. You got Eric Rowe, um, who's been around the NFL for a little while. Honestly... I would not be shocked, especially watching Xavier Woods uh, play for the Cowboys a little bit. He was very inconsistent, like he'd have his good days, but he'd also have his bad days. I would not be surprised if Xavier Woods finds himself on the bench around week four, week five of this season, if he's costing them games, and then maybe even traded to a team for like a low draft pick. I don't. I don't see him getting traded. Uh, and I, I mistook him for Xavier Rhodes earlier. And I, 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 I tried I, saving you. I mix. I listen. I mix up Xavier Rhodes and Xavier Woods because they're very similar. Rhodes and Woods, two prominent wrestling names. I just wonder if Xavier Woods wakes up every day, looks in the mirror, and just says, "It's a new day." Yes, it is. Um, I just listen. I don't. I don't think he. Maybe he struggles at practice. But that's why you play preseason games and see how he plays. And now, granted, this weekend won't be live action. Won't be a, probably a lot of the starters playing. But it's some good time to get some reps in against you know an, an opposing team's players. And so, yeah, maybe maybe he's the one that has something to prove. I, I I don't think he's obviously he's not one of the worst worst safeties in the NFL. Otherwise, he wouldn't be playing. He wouldn't be starting. But for now. Um, yeah, listen, I don't I don't think he's got to worry about his starting spot being taken away. I think he'll be fine. He'll, you know, every every day is a new day and yes, and some is. some some point he'll um maybe he just needs to eat some some pancakes and 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 chew up his studios and uh and he'll I be saw, good to go. I saw, this is, I that's, <laughs> that's, it's vastly disrespectful what we're doing to him right now, but I think he'll be fine. I saw a clip uh the other day about the rock and the new day and that little exchange they had. But you mentioned this weekend. It's the first preseason game for the Carolina Panthers against the New York Jets. We've talked a little bit throughout this show, just what we expect to see this preseason. Wait, we expect to see this weekend. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I don't believe he's playing in this game. No, no reason. But the Jets have already had a preseason game. Zach Wilson you, came out. If you want to call it that. Oh my gosh, that Hall of Fame game was brutal to watch. It was it was about as bad as a USFL game. Like, let's be honest. The XFL, most of the XFL season was more entertaining than that Hall of Fame game. And it's all it's all the Hall of Fame game is always the worst game in the preseason. They also should have had 
two better teams playing the Hall of Fame game. You know, we talked a little bit last week on our podcast of like how to fix the Hall of Fame game, but that's in the past. Make it a regular season game. That's what that's I how you said. fix it. That's how you fix it. Take it out of the preseason. Make it week one. Sunday night football is the Hall of Fame game. Period. That's what I said. Yep, that's the only way you can fix it. Otherwise, it's, it's as useless as the Pro Bowl games. I should have had you on now, Pocket, so you could back me up on that. But, Listen, um, had my air conditioning <laughs> in my house not have been working, I would have been on the show. It was 85 degrees in my house the entire weekend. So sheesh. otherwise, I would have been on that show. Yeah, it was, well, it was a rough one. We've uh, we've had a couple interesting uh, few days. I can see that if you're looking, <laughs> watching the show on YouTube, I can see that. Uh, we can um, see that. Um, yeah, no, the Jets, the, listen, Brees Hall, I don't think is is practicing yet. I could be wrong. Um, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play. I don't think Aaron Rodgers plays the entire preseason. But which we is are going weird. To, I don't like that. It's not weird. Like, it's not, okay, he's old, you, you, man. You are a Hall of Fame quarterback, but you need to establish chemistry. He's got chemistry. With your new team. At you least play a series. You get chemistry in practice. He might. He might play like, he might play the first quarter in the final preseason game, but he's not. Listen, I've been on record many times saying that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets aren't going to be a great team this year. Four or five. They will, no, but five, whatever. six, six. Yeah, of course. Again, you've been wrong. Um, so the last thing you want is some freak injury to Aaron Rodgers, who you traded for. Now, granted, he's like a pay cut, but you traded away a lot for. Um, I say a lot. They didn't really have to give away much. Um, you traded to go get Aaron Rodgers. You don't want a freak injury in the preseason to prevent him from playing in the regular season. That's not to say that he couldn't have a freak injury in week one and you still lose him. Uh, but the fact remains is that you're not going to play him. You're not going to play him. Whereas Carolina, you do have to get some of that, that chemistry in, which is why they've already come out and said that Bryce Young will be the number one guy in preseason week one. We're probably going to get to see a lot of, a lot of receivers in this game because like I said earlier, they've got a lot to prove. To prove it. I don't see a see. I don't think you see a lot of Miles Sanders. I think he's slotted in as the number one running back in this in this team. Uh, but we talked a few weeks ago on the show, a few episodes back, that there's some running backs that have some things to prove. Be, be Hubbard, it Chuba Hubbard, yep. So I think you're going to get to see them in some some game action and see what they can do, uh, because I think Sanders is the is the clear cut number one. Um, you don't want to have your number one running back that you just signed the most lucrative offseason running back signing in the NFL this offseason, you don't want to see him get hurt in the preseason. So I, I think we're going to get to see a lot of backup running backs. I, I think you probably get Bryce Young for maybe a quarter before they bring in, uh, and why can't I say his name? We've talked about him plenty of times, the kid from Ole Miss. Um, I'm not thinking Andy Dalton. Uh, the you're kid that got Matt Corral. Matt Corral. I think you're going to see some Matt Corral in this, in this preseason game. But, um, I mean. Dude. I mean, they're exhibitions. They, they, I'm surprised they don't try to sell these things as bowl games and talk, just get sponsors <laughs> to make them like college football. Talk yeah. about somebody having something to prove. Matt Corral, if I'm going into this preseason, I have a huge chip on my shoulder, and you could sponsor it with Pringles for all I care. He just was drafted last year. He was talked about maybe being the guy, he gets hurt. Then the Panthers go and trade it for number one. They go get Bryce Young. They go sign Andy Dalton. All of a sudden, Matt Corral is a third-string quarterback, and he never had a chance. He never had a chance. And so here's your here's your here's your chance. Okay, Dalton might play a quarter. Bryce Young might play a quarter. Bryce Young might play a whole half at some point. But then you have Matt Corral, who will probably get the bulk 
of playing time this preseason, here's your chance to be like, hey, if there is any team who needs a quarterback right now, if there's any team whose quarterback gets unfortunately hurt, not wishing injury on anybody, but Falcons, <laughs> Falcons, <laughs> Falcons, <laughs> they need a quarterback. Sorry. I'm sorry. They have Desmond Ritter. Calm down. No, they okay. need a quarterback. They need a They have Desmond Ritter. Calm down. Okay. Then I would so play as hard as I could, especially these receivers wanting to prove themselves. It works hand in hand together where Matt Corral could land somewhere that he could potentially start in this mm-hmm. league. It, it, it's it, it's Matt Corral's preseason. You're not wrong. I mean, you know, when he was already buried on the depth chart before he got hurt last season, but last season, had he not been hurt, he probably would have started half the year. Um, so we really could have gotten some some film study on Matt Corral to see what he does and what he what he can't do. Uh, but I, you're absolutely right. I, I said it was the receiving core. Matt Corral is also out there to prove something to others as well. Yeah, very excited to see what the first Panther preseason game has in store for us. Uh, we are against it here on the Keep Pound Podcast Network in the Cat Cave. Bully Rye, where can they find you? Well, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can find me at Tapouts and TDs on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Tapouts and Touchdowns. Make sure you go and like that YouTube channel as well. Search for Tapouts and Touchdowns. I do two shows a week. You can find both on the Tobacco Road Sports Radio Network. One is pro wrestling with my co-host, PJ Steven. The other is football, more so than the Carolina Panthers, with my co-host, Banker Bill. Uh, and you can find all these on the Tobacco Road Sports Radio Network weekly. Thanks, Michael. This has been, been awesome, man. It's been great, great conversation here. Of course, always. Um, be sure to subscribe to the Tobacco Road Sports Radio's YouTube channel, where you can find this in the video form. You can find us on Spotify as well. You can find other things I do is the Drop the Mic Wrestling Podcast, Out of Pocket with Michael Davis, that Friday sports show at 4, live on Tobacco Road Sports Radio and WWBG 1470 AM. But until next week, adios, cat fans, exit the cat cave. But listen to more content by myself and Ryan on Tobacco Road Sports Radio's YouTube channel and more Carolina-centric podcasts on the Keep Powering Podcast Network, powered by the Fans First Sports Network. Until next time, we'll uh, we'll watch the preseason game and review that next week in the Cat Cave.